Hey everyone, welcome back to Breaking Bread. We're your hosts. Bonjour, bonjour. Oh, he's jumped the gun. Yeah. You're eager, aren't you? I know, man. We said let's get straight into it. So let's, let's get going, man. <laughs> so that's your host, Carl, and I'm your host, Liam. Yeah. How you all doing, Birmingham? Watcher. This will be a short intro, I think, because the whole episode, it has its sort of own intro, doesn't it? This one. Yeah, this is a different kind of episode. It's not so much of an interview, although uh, sometimes I try my best to interview him. He did get half an interview, I reckon. We found out more about him, stuff I was surprised by. Yeah, so today's guest is um, the awesome Chris, but you will all know him as the fat foodie. Absolutely obsessed with it. He loves food as much as we do. So yeah, this is basically just it. a chat all about food in Birmingham and we do go into a little bit. We, I feel like we got to know the foodie a little bit more than we, the fat foodie. Yeah, I learned a lot about him, to be honest. So, yeah, he's sort of, um, I thought he was a top guy before we started, and he's, I genuinely think he's a really nice yeah, dude. Yeah, he went like, from yeah. there, yeah. His whole persona on Instagram is brilliant. I think he's funny. Yeah, he's very positive. Yeah, it's like us. You won't see him slagging off everywhere and no, giving no, it full beans. Same as us, yeah. Yeah, just a really fun conversation all about food. This episode probably will make you hungry. Yeah, so grab a sandwich or something. Yeah, this week you get to <laughs> hear a lot about burgers and a lot about good food and good places. So, yeah. It's very street f- He loves his street food, doesn't he? He loves burgers. Yeah, yeah well, it's yeah. his speciality, isn't it? Yeah, so. burgers is his, his bag, man. So. This was recorded at uh, Roberto's. Roberto's. Again? It's just, it's just a great place. You know what spot? I love about Roberto's? I'll tell you this now. This is meant to be short. But I'll tell you what I love about re- recording outside at Roberto's. If you don't know where it is, it's... And the main drag, you know, the main stretch of the custard factory when you come in from the, the main road in Digbeth. And there's people in and out all the time going past. And they look at your recording and they just carry on. <laughs> they don't stop and go, like, oh, what are you up to? Like, they just look fuck. like it's normal. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's what I love about the custard factory. It's what like the creative hub, isn't it? <laughs> no one stops or looks at you. Everyone's just like, oh, oh yeah, someone is recording the podcast in, in the middle of Custard Factory, yeah, of course they are. <laughs> Off we go. <laughs> but it kind of feels like we belong there, like, you know, that's our creative home. Like. It's like the best, for me, it's the best part of Birmingham. Yeah. For going out in. And then Roberto. Definitely drinking in. Roberto's that know. chill, like, he don't care. Like, we, we never tell him we're coming. Like, Chris nah, said, no, no, he turned up and was like, yeah, all right, man, I'm here to record with the uh, Breaking Bread lads. <laughs> and Roberto was like, cool. <laughs> News to me, but cool. <laughs> well, it's, it works, doesn't it? It's quiet. We usually record on Mondays and they're usually quiet nights in the bar. He's relaxed. And it's a good chilled vibe in there, nice music. There's amazing beer. Even for me, non-alcoholic beer, there's some of the best non-alcohol beer I've had. Yeah, he's selection awesome chat loads of food if you don't already follow him what the hell are you doing go and follow the fat foodie because he's class hope you all enjoy this episode enjoy if i can help it are you recording this bit us talking about me wiggling my microphone yeah <laughs> this will make it this, touching this it in delicate podcast. places yeah. <laughs> this is how it's gonna go this is how it works. We just, it around. Let's just get comfortable now, and then we can get that out of the way. And, you know, if it gets touchy feely later, yeah. it's completely acceptable. If you hear any wavy noise, it's me wangling <laughs> around. <laughs> Bit of a different episode for everyone today. Not so much an interview. Chris doesn't have to look so nervous. More like a piss up and a chat. 
That's exactly what it is. But that's what our interviews are normally like as well. So. <laughs> it's all right, I'm driving to five and driving. So <laughs> responsibly, kids. So basically, this is just an hour-long chat about all the great places to eat in Birmingham and, and a little bit outside Birmingham as well. I'm going to call it, I keep calling you Chris, but it's no one's going to know who the hell Chris is. Just call me Fatty. Fat Foodie, which Who's is it? This is my problem here because you're called the fat food, but you ain't fat. I, yeah, I mean, I have a problem that you're slimmer than both of us. <laughs> I mean, the t shirt, thanks to, to Andy Stubbs for the great t shirt, because he sent me an extra large one, it hides the curves. Yeah, but if I try to look smart and put a, a really small t shirt on, you can see the gunt. I'm gonna need really. a couple of these tops, man. They look awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah lovely design can't really see this me talking to it but yeah i was gonna say it's a video it's not video <laughs> but yeah hides the does, he draw, does he draw it himself or does he get someone to do nah, it? nah he got an artist to do it um i forgot the artist's name not so sure but yeah i don't know where it is sick t-shirt yeah. anyway look it up on instagram I've noticed it's a lot there's a lot of places that do their t-shirts now I am a merch fiend. I was going to every time I look at you, you've got a t-shirt from somewhere. I am a merch fiend. I love, I love a t-shirt. I've got a sticker wall at home that was my office and now it's my wardrobe because the little one's got um, the bigger room. Um, but yeah, I love a t-shirt, love a hat. London Logco, got on at the minute, the hat. Corduroy hat, I love it, just love it. But another thing that's good about the merch is, is that when I do my videos and when I do my my Instagram stories, I always try and wear a t-shirt and there's a lot of the times that people are like, oh, that's a pretty sick t-shirt. Where'd you get that from? Send them the link. Boom. Or Yeah, I'm really after some of the Fuck Wolf um, bonehead ones that he did. Yeah, yeah I've got both of them now. and I've also just got the one he did with the old crown. Oh, where yeah. Where it's the yeah. thumbs up on the front and then the, the gorilla on the back with the, I think it's with the BT tower. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. <laughs> just a merch fiend. I love it. <laughs> We're here with the fat food. Everyone should know who you are. If they don't, where the hell have they been? Yeah. <laughs> like, your videos are cool and they're hilarious. Yeah. And, like, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't call yourself an influencer. I fucking hate the yeah. word influencer. I'm yeah. just a fat prat <laughs> who likes to, I like uh, food, I like eating that word, food. It? So, yeah. It makes your balls retract a little yeah, it's bit. A hor- it's a horrible yeah. word. But or even food blogger. Oh, I'm a food yeah, blogger. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not yeah. that. I am classed as an influencer because I am influencing people to, to go and eat food. But I love what I eat. I can't remember. I think it was Laura about your brum said, just because you are an influencer doesn't mean you have influence. Yes. Some people who wouldn't class themselves as influencers do have influence. And I think yeah. that's you. And then a lot of the, like, the last few weeks, mentioning their name, but influencers have been slagged off quite a lot. Oh, I, yeah. I think it's quite unfairly, some of it. And I mean, how much time goes into them videos and like Instagram? How long have how you got? How many followers you got on Instagram? <laughs> you got like uh, I'm at like forty four thousand one hundred and something, but I'm not counting. So any, any, <laughs> anyone who's, who's like slagging you off, saying like, oh, you know, all he's doing is these Instagram. I'd like to say to anyone, go and try and build an audience of that big. Like, go and it's try hard, and get man. that many it's, followers. It's it, imp- I. When I first started this four years ago, I I started it as a bit of fun. There was a few reasons why I started it, a few influences, and I thought, you know what, I'll just do it. I was cooking at home a lot anyway. I, at work, I turned around to my bro, and I was like, do you know what, I think I might start a food page. And he's like, 
go for it. So I think I was called the fat man foodie to start off with. And then the wife turned around and was like, no. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, the fat foodie was born. But then someone was called the fat foodie who hadn't used his account since 2016. So I had to put the UK at the end. Um, but it's a full-time job. I started it as a bit of fun every time I cooked a bit of food. Um, I think I used to post, like, Morrison's, did, like, king-size bourbon biscuits. <laughs> used to post stuff like that. Have you seen the size of this bourbon biscuit? <laughs> that sounds amazing. I mean, yeah, I'm sold. Did a custard cream as well, which was pretty sick. Um, yeah, and the foot-long sausage roll. You remember the foot-long oh, yeah. sausage yeah, roll? Yeah, I remember yeah, that. I went down a tree. Um... But yeah, and then it was just, it got, yeah, it turned into like a, a true passion. I was posting every day. I was liking and commenting just, you know, that's the way that Instagram works. You build your engagement. You you, you like and comment on, I mean, I was commenting on dogs and cats and, you know, <laughs> just getting my, my page seen and then the reach and your impressions go up. And it yeah, it's hard. I think I got a thousand followers in a month. Mm. Um and then yeah, it just kind of snowballed from there, there. Really, yeah. I think it's something we seriously like underestimated when we started. Like before, we'll build our social and then especially our Insta because food's obviously a very again. It's very Insta friendly, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. very Insta friendly. So we'll build a quite a big audience and hopefully they'll transfer and listen to the podcast. But we found that it, it was easier to build a podcast audience than it has been to build. <laughs> yeah. <Monster>. To, God, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. get someone to, I mean, I've got yeah over 40,000 followers, to get one person to swipe up to a link to go, that goes through to, say, my YouTube, when I was trying to push my YouTube channel, yeah. trying to get blood out of a stone. Like, uh, nah, nah. And it, yeah, it just... I'm sure I read something. It was like 1% or something that does that. So it's it's really hard. Yeah. Well, I'm bad for that. I'm not going to lie. Not so much on yours, but if I see something I'm interested in, I still don't swipe up half the time. Nah, it's because you're, you're in the zone of watching videos. You don't want to get sidetracked on, on, and go to something else. You just, you're flicking through and, and it, watching. It kind of defeats the purpose of the whole stories because stories, you barely watch like a second of it. You just want to <laughs> see everything, don't you? Yeah. So to stop and swipe up, half the time you swipe past it before you've even fucking decided to swipe up. You're like, oh, oh fuck I've it. thought about <laughs> doing videos before of like me taking one bite one second and then another bite another <laughs> second. So as someone's skipping through, it's just a slow-mo of me going, <laughs> Vanishing. <laughs> yeah. That's a good time. <laughs> but yeah. It's no, a, I love um, the ones you do. I love the, like, the ones with the unboxing videos and stuff like that. They're all wicked. Like. Yeah, it's again, from what more pages, you know, grown to, I want to do the most for for anyone who sends me anything for any you know i get all sorts cookies brownies hot sauces i mean i got a a two-foot salmon sent to my <laughs> set, i don't know if you've seen that <laughs> yeah I do, yeah i'm like him sat in my back garden couldn't even put it out in the fridge <laughs> i was all going down the shop and buying bags of ice and keeping it in the polystyrene container <laughs> in my back garden i think the cats were fishing about in the morning <laughs> trying to get it but um i give everyone 110 percent um so yeah when i get the delivery i'll do an unveiling of of what i've got and then i've started to do with the hot sauces testing the hot sauces on on the videos and yeah that that goes down the tree um and then yeah if I'm, i've been given something to cook I'll, I'll do cooking videos and then obviously the post with the videos after so they're getting like 
three bits of of the fat foodie really. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so that's just. Yeah, I get the feeling you genuinely like love or everything that you that you do promote as well. Like, it's for me, if I don't like it, I won't post it. Yeah, I won't post about it. Um, if you know, I've been to a restaurant or or some, I've been invited somewhere and I've I've not liked it, and they're badgering me about posting about it. I, you know, I'll just say, look, I wasn't particularly keen on it. Um, yeah, and just explain to them it's constructive criticism at the end of the day, isn't it? I'm not one of these bloggers. I'm all about positivity. There's so much negativity on social media. People yeah, moaning, yeah, yeah. bitching, fucking, you know, just keep yourself to yourself. Don't get involved in anyone's business and just spread positivity. And that's what I'm about. So I would never go and slag any restaurant off on my page. Um, I did it when I first started. It's not a nice thing. Um, yeah, so yeah, anything that I don't like, I just won't post about. So yeah, I, I love everything that I do and that's why I say I put 110% into anything that I yeah that's a similar vibe to what we're going if we don't like it we just don't fucking talk about it that was part of the reason like I think we started like following your stuff because it was like well here's someone else doing positive because we've always said from day one there's a lot of people who do the negativity and they do it quite well yes and they're good at it yeah we're not. <laughs> I think you've got to be really uh, articulate to be negative. Otherwise, yeah. it can come across as just bitchy. And also, yeah. there's a lot of... And I'm not very articulate, so there's no point me doing There's it. not as many people <laughs> doing the positive as there is the negative. Yes. And so we were like, let's just go with the positive. And then we came across you, and you were like, all positive. We're like, yeah, this is a dude that's like yeah, in line with yeah. us as well. Like, so. I think with the negativity, you've got to back your case up. Exactly. If, you, if you're just negative for the, you know, for the cause of being negative then. or just the likes even do you know what I mean just so. for a couple of likes what's the point man well, we all know don't we that like negativity sells yeah controversy sells yeah. so I understand why people do it sex sells and that's why I do it <laughs> <laughs> get my belly out a little bit I feel like I'm going on the interview route, but I just want to... I know. You always felt quite comfortable in front of the camera, like, or... Um... Uh, y- yes. So, I, back in the day, I did performing arts. I've always been, you know, involved in acting. Well, when I was at school, um, I used to do it on, like, a Sunday as well, and I'm pretty sure there's some videos, VHSs tucked away somewhere of m- me performing on stage. Um... And then, yeah, just kind of come away from that, you know, as a little bit of a rebel. Um, yeah, got kicked out of school and stuff. And then that's when it just, I come away from all of that stuff. Um, yeah, then I started. Yeah, I, I don't think when I first started my page, I think I was just doing my photos, my posts. And I think it was a year into my page. I just thought, Do you know, what? I'll tell you what I'd done. I'd got invited to um, Meetopia. Uh, Guinness had invited me over to Ireland to their collaboration with Meetopia, and I thought, you know, they're they're paying for everything here. I've, I've got to do a little bit more than just a few photos. So I got on the camera, I started doing my face on it, and then from the reaction of everyone's, yeah, from everyone of, of me doing these videos, I just thought, this is something I'm going to do, do more often now, and yeah. Here I am today, <laughs> doing videos every <laughs> bloody day. Yeah, yeah. same thing. <laughs> awesome. 
No, they are good though. I enjoy watching them. I always click on them. Oh, um, they're addictive as well. That's the problem. It's just I try to hook people. Oh, what's in he in now, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just tried. Yeah, try to entice people in from the from the get go. Um. Yes, fat foodie massive. What are you saying? It's like has been a slogan yeah, uh, yeah. at the start of most of my videos, and then yeah, where the video goes from that could be could be anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, and everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You've got your passion for cooking. Have you ever, like, worked in hospitality or...? Yeah, so, yeah, I, was, I started off as a pot wash when I was 13. Uh, Basley Clinton, National Trust. Um, yeah, started, yeah, when I was 13. Then I went from there to a tiny little place in Knoll, served Jasper Carrot. Um, put his knife and fork at the wrong side of him, got tired off. Um, yeah, and then just kind of went from there. Worked at the Black Boy, also in Knoll. Um, Big Georgia portions, Natural. man. Yeah, Love the, the mixed grill, metal <laughs> platter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. About, I was talking about that with someone the other day. About the black, never that in the day, everyone went Black Boy. Didn't black they? Boy, yeah. it was twenty one pound, I think it was, for that mixed grill, and you got half a cow, few sausages, <laughs> be, beans or peas. Oh, it's great, man. You get chicken Kievs, you get two chicken Kievs. Two chicken Kievs. <laughs> don't mess them out. The cottage. So anyway, you can improve on one well. chicken Kiev, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like the ball, the big bull's head down here. You remember the He-Man platter oh, there? Did you ever have that? No. You know the big windig buff now at Roberto's as always, and the um, big bull's head. They do a He-Man platter. They used to do a massive T-bone, and this was when. Do you remember when um, you had that? Was it? Wasn't foot and mouth? Was Mad it? Cow Mad cow disease. Mad cow disease. So we used to call it the illegal T-bone, and that used to come on a platter, and it was fucking huge. It used to come on a sandwich. No, the sandwich trays. The silver yeah, sandwich. yeah, yeah. That's what it came on. With chips loaded with chips and peas. And they do a He-Man no, no, platter. That's the that. same, and if you can eat that, then I mean, I could Doing eat that. Some. <laughs> Although the last time I fucked it all down myself, then I. <laughs> After someone else did the exact same thing. I put it. It was too far on the edge, and I cut into it, and it flipped all down, mate. <laughs> Fucking my worst nightmare that is. You don't want to eat floor state, man. No, no, five second rule and you all did, that. Though. But yeah. I did, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, dusted it off. Sorry, mate. You were just saying about you were at the working at the Black Boy. Oh yeah, Black Boy. Um, and then yeah, kind of worked my way up. I mean, um, yeah, George in a tree. I kind of went from, uh, like, it wasn't really a commie chef or a chef de party there. It was like you're a starter chef. Or you're a you're a grill chef, um, yeah. So yeah, worked my way up. That's where I learned to cook a steak. Um, and then last place I worked was the Falcon in Hatton, um, and that is where I fell out of love with the kitchen because I worked for an arsehole. It was run by an arsehole, um, and yeah, that I was yeah, give me a twelve and a half grand contract, and I was doing sixty seventy hour weeks, which works out to about three pound ninety an hour. So, yeah, it, it, it's mad the way the world's changed now and you don't see that as much. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, I've kind of worked my way up. Got a few horror stories from there as well of, you know, being being kicked in the nads when you're down, kind of. It kind so. of feels like it gives you a bit of a more an understanding of, like, when we visit places to eat, like... I understand what that waitress is going through. I understand oh, what she's yeah. going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that unless you've worked in hospitality. Like. And that's why if there's ever a wait or if there's ever, you know, like this eat out to help out scheme, some of the places 
been absolutely hammered. Yeah. And like they get the grottiest people. And I'm like, hold on a minute, you're getting 50% off your grub here. Mm. Sit down, shut up, eat your food. And, and then I've seen posts of like waitresses crying and stuff. I'm like, it's not the way. It's. I worked in Weatherspoons for like two years. And I, ju- I think my conclusion at the end of it was... The cheaper something is, the higher the expectations. Yes. And the more willingness someone is yeah. to give you loads of abuse. We used to yeah. have like, um, I think it was Ruddles, like some cheap ale. And, the, and it was always out of date because everyone drunk Carlin or lager or whatever. And then we'd sell it for like 89p a pint. And everyone complained. Everyone took it. But what do you expect? Yeah, it's it's like £1.29 now at the best of the time, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But what are you fucking expecting, man? Like, what do you expect? It's 89 p mate. <laughs> what are you at? Of course you had the shits the next day. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think people just expect The guineas pose. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you can't base everyone on a Weatherspoons customer anyway. They're the no. worst at the best of times. But, but it does feel like it had to help out brought the Weatherspoon that, customers yeah. out. Yeah. Took them out of Weatherspoons and put them into the best of places, which yeah, is never a good yeah. mix. No. no. Get back to Weatherspoons. <laughs> <laughs> did you eat out to help out? Uh, yeah, where did I eat out? The new Horseshoe Bar and Grill in, in Cov. Desi place. Desi mixed grills. Yeah, all about Butter, them. chicken, all that. I, I, the spread that I had. Uh, <laughs> Could have fed four or five people. It was just me, me the missus, and the little one sat there eating his chips. <laughs> like, oh. You're like, come on, help us out with some of these wings, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone was saying. Get the wings, get the wings, the crispy wings, get the wings. The wings are all right, you know. Oh, but, um, yeah, butter chicken. Uh, what else was on there? Lamb ball tea. Yeah, and for me, if I go to anywhere, like curry house-wise, always get a lamb dish. Or if you you can tell yeah, how good a, a a curry house is by the lamb. We're exactly. If the you same get a chewy bit, of, chewy bit of lamb, you're like, no, I'm not happy with that. So but if you go to a shell, don't order the lamb because you just know you're in a you shell. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Chicken. lamb's good. If the lamb falls apart when you put it in your mouth, yes. don't matter what you fucking order after that. It's all gravy. Yeah, you've been yeah. you've been the covered wagon, haven't you? Yes, yeah. love the covered wagon. That's like our. That might as well sponsor the show. Oh, no, yeah. Little <laughs> you hear that covered wagon, do it. Constantly yeah. plugged by us, ain't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably going to go today as well. Might do after this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, We've got them on as well. Yeah. We've got them coming on, seriously. They're on yeah. in uh, October, yeah. Yeah, so they've just opened another... Pl- well, not just opened another place. Is but that the one in AJ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. teamed yeah. up with Kieran, haven't they, from the, um, the Crown? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. But, yeah, their food's bang on, man. Yeah, from the first time that I turned up, I I was looking at the menu like, fucking hell, what do I order? It's like, there's loads. He's like, let me pick up a few things, a few things. I tell you what, he come out, the table (laughs) is full. I remember the videos you had, and I was like, shit. There's a lot, but yeah, a lot of people go to the covered wagon. People that I didn't even realize knew where the place was go to the covered wagon. I feel like every time we put a picture or story up about covered wagon somebody new messages and goes how good is that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i used to go to that pub when it was the old boozer my granddad lived down the road we so used to take him for his, so. <laughs> we used to take him for his thursday night point and then when he changed over he's like back in the pubs the pubs gone we're gonna have to change pubs <laughs> yeah. i did think that i wondered what happened to like the three or four regulars who used to just go there when it was a boozer. Yeah. Like. Thursday afternoon, you see me granddad and all me, my dad and my uncles in the corner of the pub, like, having the carling. I got to admit, I would struggle just to drink there. But now, yeah, if I just went there for a drink, I couldn't just fucking 
sit there drinking. Nah, straight no, away no you get the nibbles out, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'll just get a couple of cheeky samosas or something. Yeah, some wings, pop some throw them over. No way. Nah, couldn't make Then it'd be out the but a paneer would be on the table, the fucking wagon, big mixed grill would be there, the whole works would be there. Yeah, I think that's the first place that I ever had a mixed grill. One of the big... What the a place to pick grills. for the first one as well. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that fish pakora. Oh, mm. love a bit of fish pakora. You ever been the uh, Merry Maid? No. The so, fish pakora there is the best fish pakora I've had anywhere. So, this is... Uh, when I worked at Rolls, everyone was like, so Rolls-Royce, before it moved to Birmingham Business Park, was at, um, in Tysley. It's what the lads used to do. They used to finish work at two o'clock, go home, get changed, and then all meet the merry maid, and I never made it down, but I've heard, it's not the, particularly the most nicest of places. That's <laughs> paper, paper covers over the tables <laughs> and that. Not somewhere where you'd set the missus, like the covered wagon. It reminds me of being like eight going into a pub when I was proper young in Champion yeah, or something yeah. like that. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the food speaks for itself and I'm, I'm all about that. Could yeah, be, it does. As long as the service is all right and I don't care where I'm eating, you know, the, the walls could be falling down. As long as the food's good, I'm... Yeah, man, I could yeah. eat a bucket of their fish pakora. I'm sure they like crumble up Bombay mix like into a fine powder, and that's what they coated oh, in. Yeah, I'm no. certain that's what they do. Oh. It is the best, definitely the best, best fish pakora I've had by yeah. my We were saying we'd like to do like we could like do a mix and match from all the different Desi pubs, <laughs> like take the fish pakora from there, the curries from Old Mosley Arms. Old Mosley Arms, not yeah. been there. Yeah, good the curries from there. Yeah. The mixed grill's good, but the curries are. Yeah. They've got the best curries, hands down. I have a Desi That's pub, going down 100%. in the notes, that is. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. They've just had it done up as well, haven't they? Yeah, it's just been redone. Yeah. Just been oh, done really? Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have refurb. Before we got talking about Desi pubs, you were just talking about it, eat out to help out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where else did I eat? Uh, street in Alston. Obviously, I'm, I've gone over to the dark side now. I just I live on the outskirts of Cov. So, yeah, everywhere I ate was... was was that That's, side yeah, it's handy for like a monday tuesday wednesday just go local then yeah 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 so olsden is my my local mm. um they've got like a street food thing in olsden have they is that always on or is it just now and again olsden supper club part of the digba thing is it um so i've only recently just heard of this i think yeah. what he does he just takes over restaurants or t- uh, takes over a space um but yeah i'm still to still to get my still ass to, to one but, yeah. I just thought I'd seen it somewhere. I can't remember where. You, you probably know this. You see that much in a day. You're like, it's like trawling through YouTube at two a.m. in the morning. Any Instagram, you'll be like, oh, what's this? And then you'll be like, oh, who's who's like this? And then all's like this. And then before you, you know, you're looking at somebody's ass on something. You know, it's yeah, yeah. I find I can't look at Insta either when I vet too much. Like if I vet too much and I'm too full. And the first picture you see is like a massive like mixed screen or something like yeah, fuck yeah. that. See, so you said about kind of like both sides of it. You're kind of famous for loving burgers. Yes. Street food. I love a fucking burger. Before I say, hang on, before I say this, you don't actually, this isn't your full-time job. It should be a full-time job, but it's not your full, like you worked at Ross Royce as you mentioned. Yeah, you actually work. <laughs> yes, so I have a full time job. There's probably a lot of people who watch your videos and think, just oh, just yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, so I, I've got a BMW 1 Series. It's the, the the family car. And I turn up to some of these places and I'm like, oh, fucking hell, the fuck food is paying well, isn't it? I'm not fucking... <laughs> I'm like, no, I have a full time job. I pay for my... You know, 
<laughs> it's yeah. So I went from working uh, in the catering industry to um, working for Rolls Royce Aerospace. Um, I've been there for about eight and a half years, and then yeah, uh, it was it. Yeah, so I started it while at Rolls Royce, and I used to do split shifts. So I used to do six a.m. till two p.m. I used to go home. Sometimes, you know, if I, I straight from work, jump in my car, go and eat at somewhere, you know, sit down. I used to be there for a good few hours, sit and talk to the the chefs, the managers, or whatever. Um, go home, do my photos. Uh, and then the week after, I'd be on afternoons, so I'd be working two in the afternoon until ten. I used to get up early in the morning, go to somewhere for twelve o'clock, eat, you know, and then yeah, it's just just trying to keep up with the invites. And then on a weekend, Digworth Dining Club, the Holy Grail. I used to, it's my second home. I used to turn up there uh, on a weekend, get a load of what a feast. <laughs> get, get a load of content and uh, so good though, you just can't beat it you can't just more than one thing either you've got to have like at least two minimum well, two places this is why I always suggest go with someone else you know, yeah. I always say go with two people because it's, it's I mean we've had it um, recently where people are asking to cut burgers into four and I'm like come on just stop being a tight ass. get your money out of your pocket and buy a bloody seven and a half quid you know, cheeseburger. Just so you, if you want to try it, and there's four years, get a, get you know, a burger between you. Um, I know I'm saying that a lot of people are in difficult situations now, so you know. Um, but yeah, it's. I always say go with two people, because you can have so much more than just going with, going by yourself. Saying that, I do go by myself, <laughs> <laughs> and I do eat a lot of food. Yeah, I say I always go there. I'm like, oh, what I'm gonna get? What I'm gonna get? Always end up at only jerking every yeah. fucking time. Everyone does it. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. Then I say, oh, only jerking. The queue's small. I'm gonna go now, see ya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mixed box, mixed box, extra gravy, please. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. So every I, time. I think something weird happened when they introduced the residency. It made, I think it made, well, just me personally speaking, maybe overlook the residents a little bit. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, well, they're there next time. I'll just try them next time. Where, uh, you know, see, I'll, I'll see be opposite. What's, what's there, like. Every time now. Every fucking time. Yeah, it's a. Um, they've got two of the best in there, aren't they? Buddha Belly, and Only Jerkin. Yeah. Like the Panang, Massaman, two of the most memorable dishes in street food for <laughs> me. I love it. I love them. And then yeah, Only Jerkin. You just you can't beat the mix box, extra gravy. But yeah, as you say, they're there all the time now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's about. Well, I just try to go for everyone else. Well, I do bit, go yeah. for an only jerking. It's an asset to the city. Anyone who comes to the city, it's the first like and says, "Where are we going, Liam? The weekend?" I say, "We're going Digworth Dines. I've got to take you down there. Got to let you yeah. have a look at this because it's unique." And well, if as long as they're not coming from London, <laughs> it's unique. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. L- London on every corner. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of them. There are a load of great places to eat in town, but if mm. you're someone new to, to Birmingham, you, you've got to take them to Digworth, haven't you? I think there is lots of places in Birmingham, but I think there's a lack of like middle ground. Yeah. You know, like really great, uh, not cheap, um, affordable. Yes. Like, there's plenty of fine dining. You want Michelin stars, there's five of them. Yeah. If you want to just go and have a 
a decent burger. Now we've got OPM, but we only have OPM and Meat Shack because of DDC. Yes. So like, I think I think there's still room for in Birmingham for lots more. Of that massively, like, massively. Of if you yeah, as I said, you know, Bristol. Yeah. You know, half a size of, of Brum. There's about ten burger joints there. Um, London, yeah, it's massive. There's one on every corner. Yeah. Um, and I just feel that Birmingham has got a lot more room for for a lot more restaurants. Um, yeah, only problem with it, it's just rent and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, uh, that's of, the problem. Of certain build, buildings, but you know, if that's if that's the case, then you know, London do it, and London's going to be twice as expensive as here. You'd have thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just about we we need we need more places. Oh, there's no middle ground. Yeah, it's pathetic. So, so annoying. Got, got OPM and Meat Shack now, but that's only because of the Bethany Club. Yeah, oh, I can't miss out my boys at Bonehead though. Bonehead. I fucking love Bonehead. You just. I think can't. this comes up in every podcast. My love for Bonehead. I've never been. It's crazy. Oh, it's just ridiculous. What? And I love chicken. Like I love chicken burger as well. It's my favourite fried chicken. Although I haven't been to um, what's the one in London? I really want to try. Cluck and something. Mother Clucker. No, chicken sours, chicken sours, chicken sours. Yeah, I really want to try them. They look awesome. They, yes, they've got the, is it the Asian inspired yeah, menu yeah, with everything. Yeah. That's yeah. what I always lean to, man. Anything Asian inspired, I'm there. Yeah. One of them just closed down, because they had two sides to the business. So I don't know which side closed down. I hope it's not. I'm not sure which. I think it's uh, the rent. They, had, they couldn't afford to pay the rent over COVID and the yeah, lockdown yeah. and zero customers and how hard that's been. It's been hard, man. I've seen so many places that have um, that are closing down. Paradise Slice, another another great, great pizza shop. They're not closing down for good, but again with the rent and stuff and and the leases coming to end. That's a, a lot of leases are coming to the end now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's just about whether they can strike a deal. Obviously, with COVID, you say so people want more money because they need to live and. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a shit world we're living in at the minute, but yeah, I don't see it. Unfortunately, I don't really see it much better with some of the stuff that's in the pipeline nah. for the country over the next couple of years. Like, it's one of them. Some places are diversifying. I think the key is diversifying now and trying yes. new things and getting through. Like how you could get Meat Shack, for example, you could get their burgers still and cook them at home. Yeah, fat snags, you could get their hot dogs and just do it. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. I like a lot of that. I'd love to continue. Yeah, I mean, there's a few, there's a few pages that have just started. Um, I think Plate Away is one. Uh, great food to use another, um, and they've got the the bleaker kits and uh, yeah, they've got a few incredible dishes on there that you could get. And that, the thing that I like about that is, if, say, if you're stuck in Scotland, and you've never been down, you want to try one of the UK's best burgers. You can go on there, buy yourself a kit, and do it at That's home. What I've been on about getting the bleak kit. Is it really good? It's good, man. Yeah. It, it is really <laughs> good. I know a lot of people say the bleak is overrated, but they do it and they do it well. You just can't beat it. With their yeah, so they've changed over to get their meat from Aubrey Allen, and I think they've just lost. They used to get it from Nathan the Butcher, and the age in the patties, you could really taste the age, and that's what I loved. Um, I feel like you don't really get that age as much anymore, but you can still tell it's a bleaker burger. 
um, and I love it. It's great. So now they're on my list to order from anyway. Yeah. Definitely. That's the problem. If I go down to London, it's too much. I'm only over there like for a day or two days. I couldn't possibly eat everything I want to fucking eat. If someone messages me, where do I go to eat in London? I'm like, go to Camden Market or go to Dinorama. Go to, go to one of them places and you've got enough traders there to enjoy, uh, you know, whatever you wanted. Um, yeah. So it, Is it yeah. just the food at Dinorama? Because I've heard it's just a wicked night out as well. Like it's... They've got a wine bar upstairs. I'm pretty sure there's a cocktail bar there. They've got some great beers on tap. You could sit there all night mm. and and get hammered and eat great food. Yeah, I definitely want to try there. Like, I listened to a podcast with the um, the owner. His philosophy is it's not the food or the atmosphere on its own. It's like and you have to build a good night out and yes. people will come. And that's yeah. what he's kind of done there. So Yeah, with there being so much in London, you can't just have mm. great... I mean, you can just have great food, but you've got to have the experience as well. And somewhere is as big as Dinorama, you've got to have, yeah, you've got to have everything. I think Digbeth's kind of merged into that as well, Digbeth Dining Club, because he's got the uh, the bars, all the, the bars, three different types the of cocktail, bars. Cocktails at the end. It's not just a place to go and eat and then go out anymore. You could just go there and that's your Spend night the night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what Digbeth's becoming more and more. It's becoming an end-of-the-night destination. You, you, you normally, well, before it was, you'd come here, go for a few drinks, and then you'd end up on... Godforsaken Broad Street or something, and yeah. <laughs> um, in one of the many sports bars. But yeah, it's. I feel like this is becoming a lot more, you know, night nightlife. Oh yeah, Digbeth's it's my favourite place at them. Well, it has been for a, well, even before all this sort of stuff opened, we've been. Not been funny. Me and Liam have come here since sort of like sixteen. Yeah, well, I was so we all the Irish bars, the medicine just, bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put the rainbow or something like that, or yeah, just sitting in the medicine bar, like doing stuff you're not supposed to do. Yeah, no one giving great, a fuck. Yeah, Lockings trying to find here, your jaw. Yeah, swan, Lockings, fucking everywhere. Yeah, sitting in some shady Irish bar, getting absolutely steaming. Yeah, until they eventually let you go, and they always outlasted <laughs> me. I was always left before they were like. Can you leave now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're locking up. Um, yeah, so I took voluntary redundancy from Rolls five, six weeks ago. And I am now officially the outdoor catering and events manager for Liberty Burger. And I fucking love it. Uh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just mint. Doing something that I'm passionate about. One of my favourite burgers. I love Charles. I love the rest of the team. Um... Yeah, and to be able to take that van out that's got such a reputation and, and kind of keep it going, um, yeah, it's just mint. Was, just, it, was it scary take, like taking the jump, making your passion your job? Yeah, I fucking shit myself. <laughs> I was, uh, even till the last day. I, I still feel now that I'm going to wake up, put my Rolls Royce top on and walk into work like, hi, guys. Um, but yeah, yeah, from, from the... The start of being asked if I wanted to be voluntary furloughed and me, me arsehole going to then picking up the courage to ask for my VR and 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 take it and, and finish work on the Friday and walk straight into a new job on the on the Monday or Tuesday. It was terrifying, man. It was terrifying. I've I suffered end of last year with 
panic attacks. It's mad, but yeah, I had a bit of a rough time last year. And um, yeah, doing something like this was what well, could could have been ca- like so traumatic. But because I knew at the end of the day I was going to do something that I loved, I uh, yeah, just fucking went balls deep and went for it, man. And I've not looked back. That's probably something quite surprising to people who who just know you through Instagram that you you suffer anxiety and panic attacks. Yeah, and stuff yeah. Like that, so. It's it's. I never thought that I would ever suffer with anything like that and I you know you shame on me really because I was always one of them people would be like anxiety what's that you know come on you know and then it happened to me and it's it's completely changed my outlook um on life um I know how to deal with it now I know when anything's gonna happen it's just one of them You, you overcome it um Obviously, don't want to get too deep. Uh, when you say it's changed your outlook, how do you mean? Like, what's how it's so? It's just oh, I feel always do something that you enjoy. I feel like working at an establishment in like roles in the aerospace industry. Oh, I felt like I was a creative trapped in a in a factory, and I feel like that kind of brought a lot of it on. Um, yeah, anxiety works in weird ways. I was getting chest pains, pains in my arms, you know, pains all over. My head was hurting, and it's just, it's, I've not felt as good as I am now since leaving in in the eight years that I was at at Roll. So yeah, it's I'm just glad to be out of it. Sounds awesome. So you'll be going round and about in the van, smashing burgers. Yeah, I'll be the uh, I'll be the grey van man. Yeah, sorry if you've seen my driving skills, but uh, nah, yeah, it's just mint, man. I, you know, you turn up to an event nice and early, you get all set up, you get your grill on, you get your fryers on. I'm there, I like to be early, um, so I'm not rushing. It's just mint, and then I just smash a load of burgers, like, and people love it. The amount of people that have come back. And be like, I fucking love that burger. And that, it makes it all worthwhile. Um, the dad jokes come out. People ask what the dirty tots are. And I go, I make them. <laughs> um, which doesn't go down well with the rest of the team. But I love it. And sometimes you get a laugh. So, yeah. Perfect. But, nah, yeah. It's an honour to, to be working with them. It's, so. it's probably come about because of, like, this job might not have, came to you if you weren't doing the whole fat foodie thing oh yeah yeah but this this is another thing so because of how full on the job is at the minute i'm about to take a bit of a step back from the fat foodie posting every day um but when i first started my page i did it as a bit of fun then it was about helping independents out because of how fast my page was growing and if i could give them the voice that they deserve through my page then i was helping them out and then it was like right, well, do I want to make a career, a career out of it? Uh, and it's just, <clears throat> Instagram, if you can make a career out of Instagram, great. But it's a fucking hard slog, man. There's no way that I could keep up a wage that I'd need to to have a, any form of nice living. Um, so, yeah, the fact that something like this has come out of it, you know, Charles seen how good I was on the social media. Um, 
and it was just about me proving now how much I can work my ass off to get the van to where it needs to be. Um, so yeah, eventually I want to be taking it up and down the country. I want to do the festivals next year. Um, Hopefully they're back on, man. Yeah, fingers crossed. So, if man. not, it would just be me in the van in a field with a <laughs> bunch of cows and <laughs> licking at them, Give it, giving mm. the burgers back to oh, the it's cows. Grind you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I was just saying that because I think one of the best things about doing this podcast is the relationships we've built with like the independent owners and stuff like that. We, yeah, we call a lot of the chefs now like our friends. Yes. Like Cry next yeah, door, you know, yeah. like he's become a mate. People we know, yeah. man. Obviously Ben. Yeah, you don't get that like. Nah. It's not something you'd factor in from the beginning, like, but it's one of the best things about the podcast and or about doing the. Uh, I feel food, like, like that has come from being the fat foodie. Like, I'm not one of these wankers that will just turn up, grab the food, and do a runner. Mm. I, I like standing there or talk. I'm, I'm, some would class me as a bit of a pest, I suppose, because <laughs> I just talk and talk and talk, and I just I've created a relationship with with everyone within the street food industry. Um, and yet again, I class them all as my friends, my family. And it's nice now that I'm I'm working and I'm turning up to these lineups and I know everybody. Do it's you know a really I mean? nice community, isn't it? Like, yeah, I we, love we it. We didn't anticipate it at all to begin with. No, no, thought, no. Like, we, we weren't sure how people were going to take us when we started doing this thing, if anyone wanted to be interviewed by us. But everyone's just like open arms. And even like, as much as we all hate the term food bloggers, even the like fellow like food bloggers and stuff yeah. in the city, that everyone's so nice, aren't they? Like everyone's like, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. There yeah, is there's a the, few, obviously. There's the the dark. I'm, I'm the majority. Darkness, but everyone's just fucking lovely, man. Very and helpful. everyone's just yeah. Everyone's informed. Everyone just is in it for a good time. Well, that's it. I think a lot of them can tell when you're passionate about it and want it to fucking succeed. So yeah. our things about making Birmingham. I love Birmingham. Yeah, I yeah, man. I fucking yeah. love it, and I'd love nothing more than for people to come away on a, like, a weekend away from Birmingham. Yeah. Man, that city is fucking awesome. Yeah. So yeah, when they turn yeah. up and go to fucking Broad Street or the Arcade, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck did you do that what for? What have you gone there for? What yeah, the fuck's yeah. the point in that? You've just ruined a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. Birmingham, and I'd be fucking good if that was my weekend. It, uh, for me, I hope that, Bur- that Broad Street and the Arcadian take a turn back into something decent for people to go yeah people still go there yeah. the clubs are still full well, of wankers uh, <laughs> yeah but that's it that's and broad street it's one of them places don't it you start at the top you make your way down to the bottom you don't get halfway down you're sick in the middle of the road it's just one of them you fall in the canal yeah. well, um, everyone's done it that's the thing i've done it plenty oh, of times beer keller no is, that, is that place still even still open i don't know, I don't no know. Idea, man. yeah passage, beers like? everywhere jumping on the tables being <laughs> chucked out on my head it's fantastic <laughs> yeah. yes but no there's so much good about birmingham it's like you go to the jq it's fucking nuts you go yeah. to dig buff dig buff's the in my opinion the best place i've been out anywhere yes I love Digbuff. There's so much cool stuff. Yeah. So many cool people. We know loads of people in Digbuff now. Yeah. There's very, well, I can't think of anyone that I think's an arsehole in Digbuff. Uh, it's just, it's one of them places, and as we were saying earlier, it's one of them places where you can come and spend all day. Yeah? You could turn up here during the day, have a look around some of the shops and that, you know, take a little walk around and then go and sit in one of the bars. And it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. It's the fact that it's one of them sort of places sort of in the know a little bit as well. Because there's yeah. only certain places you're only going to know if you know, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Strange. It's like the back door bar. Just ask someone you need from a... Birmingham that goes out and dig with where to go first, because yeah. they'll give you a cracking night out. Yeah, yeah. 
Got the ruin. I don't know many people might not know the ruin. People don't ruin. know the ruin that right. much now. It's probably people that don't go there. Yeah. It's great pub. Loads around there. I haven't been there in ages, to be fair. I, I just <laughs> I remember the last time going in being absolutely twisted and going outside into their little back garden bit and being like, Yeah. Fuck it. Shit, it's a ruin? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they based it on a on uh a Budapest bar, yeah, didn't Budapest they? And Budapest yeah. is my favourite fucking city in the world. Same. Great just that, like, simpler Kurt and Dobos, um, just some incredible bars, man. How do they get so much shit plastered up on the walls and outdoor nightclubs? Yeah, mad. <laughs> yeah, there's like that heater, here. heat lamps <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Mental. They're like, but car, they're massive. They're like the size of like twenty football pitches. Like, mad, huge. mad. Yeah, that was it. No, I've never been. I've always wanted to go. Yeah, and it's got a big wooden monkey up a tree. It's just got two red eyes, which is great <laughs> when you're tripping. What's that? Yeah, There's like a club that's got like a jungle and stuff inside it, like. Yeah, Simpler Cut. Yeah, I think yeah, oh, is it Simpler Cut? It used to be old. It's got like a tree um, out the back and yeah, stuff. And that's it, yeah, that's it. Yeah. There's a club in Prime that sounds there. familiar to that. It's all, the whole club, it's two floors and it's all made of recycled metal. I think it's called oh, really? The Cross or something like that. And there's a there's loads of rooms, and one of the rooms is just hardcore jungle music. You Perfect. go in and it's fucking off your tits. It's brilliant. If you watch my <laughs> stories, you know I fucking love a bit of drum and bass. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love drum and bass. It's just it makes me happy. Like yeah, any time I'm going to an event or anything like that, I'm, I'm up in the morning. I've got my eyes are like piss holes in the snow. I'm like a bit of drum and bass on. I'm like woo, here we go. <laughs> yeah, love it. Have you got any places lined up that you're eating at soon? Or um, I need to get to Manchester. I need to get my my ass to Manchester. Um, that's uh, every time that I go on a little tour, I always end up down south. I always end up in in London. Um, but yeah, I've got to get myself to Manchester. There's a few Hatch, uh, Mackie Mares, um, but yeah, it, it, Birmingham wise. 670 grams man yeah. oh, I, I missed out I was meant to be the first person through the door <laughs> um, oh man yeah gutted we're, we're but there this Saturday so we can't wait yeah I might have to third wheel it and come and sit with you lads <laughs> you, you know what <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah 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 I'll just sit on the floor cross-legged Actually, I think I'm getting old five people <laughs> yeah. if you go in Manchester I'm sure it still exists now I'm going to look it up because I will not remember the name of it there's a Mexican restaurant by day and at night, you literally, it's just a red cross, like a Jesus cross above oh, a door. Okay. That's it. You don't see anything else. It's just a black. Everything else is black and this little red cross. If you see this red cross, I'll look it up and send you the details for it. And I'll we'll put it on the. I'll put it in the intro. I feel like I'm, like I'm going to walk down. It's going to be like a scene from Blade, isn't it? Mate, <laughs> you go in and it's just old school 90s like R&B and everyone's just it's like not in a bad way I mean in like everyone's fucking loving it like yeah, it's a fucking yeah, surprise yeah. Like when you put history on when you haven't heard it yeah, for ages yeah, yeah, and you put yeah. it on you're like oh man every song yeah I can jump to this yeah <laughs> and it's absolutely buzzing in there great cocktails it's tiny as well no. uh, it's probably not good at the moment actually no clubs yeah yeah it's, it's tiny like it's yeah, you've got a table yeah, yeah, yeah. in each corner <laughs> can't move in there yeah <laughs> Table service. Everyone's tapping their foot to our <laughs> Yeah, could you sit down, please, mate? We yeah. Is it true you still not allowed amplified music, are you, at the moment? You can have music, but not amplified. Know. I've lost track. Yeah, it's just the world gone mad, no man. Knows like, what's I going understand on that COVID, you know, the, it was, it's awful what it's done 
the people, but I was like in France, they're having like 500 people parties and in somewhere else the, the I just and here you're not allowed to a party over 30 people with no live outdoor music and well, that's why these on, illegal man. raves are popping up because kids have got nothing to do now I, well, I used to go to illegal raves back in the day mm. like I was a a very illegal raver you know every weekend you'd phone the number it'd send you down the directions you'd put <laughs> your head out the car listen for the music look for fashion lights <laughs> and you'd follow the direction and it's, they're all coming back now all, I mean they're always there but they're coming back and thousands of people are turning up to them this now. This is it. They need to come up with something because they can't Well, have you seen the social distancing raves that they've been doing up north? <laughs> Patrick Topping was DJing at one and he had some, uh, like, happy hardcore MC on it. And they're all, they're all segregated. I think you can have six people in each, each, like, cornered off, yeah, section. And it was a social distancing rave. Look it up, mate. It's bonkers. It's like one hell. bloke on his own, like, <laughs> like big fish, little fish, going for it, man. Yeah, I mean, as I, as you say, so I go out now and not, I forget about it all. Yeah, I, I don't even think until after walk into a supermarket and got my mask on. It's, it's often I've walked in and gone, oh shit, walk straight back. Yeah, out. yeah. It's like, fuck, why is the park so far away for? Always the t-shirt over the nose. Like, I'm sorry, is this all right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's depressing, man. Yeah. It's a mad world. We never thought we'd be talking about shit like this on the nah. podcast in the future. It's like. worse for me because I just want to fucking hug everyone. Yeah. Just like, oh, come here. Oh, man. no, sorry. Albos. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah, we're touchy-feely. It's a bit I'll awkward, tell you what, I think, I think the, um, trying to judge it's the hardest part. Like, Because some people are like, really like fine with anything. Yeah. Some people are like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, giving you... You don't know what to do, like, yeah. I just don't like not knowing what There's to so do. There's so many times where I've gone up to someone, like, gone for the handshake, then realised that they're going to do it, uh, and I'm going for the fist bump, oh, no, they're not going to do that as well, elbow, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to wave at you. <laughs> no, I'm all about the fist bump, man. Yeah. Can't be wrong with it, what, what's wrong with, can't do much of a fist bump. Come on. No, it's, it's one of them, you, you, the, the way that I see it, as long as the people that you're going to meet, like, hygiene is, is good, and your hygiene is good. It's yeah. gonna be alright. Bit different when you walk in a pub and you've got ten skagheads in a corner and it's but exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, a night in dig buff doesn't happen. No. Well, nowhere where I go anyway. Yeah, <laughs> depends what pub you walk into. Uh, we spoke about this a few times, I and mean, with quite a few different people. But what do you think Birmingham's missing food-wise? Oh, I know. You're gonna say the same words, man. It's a real beating. If I had the fucking money as well, you're gonna say. It, I know you're gonna say. It. I want a ramen bar. Oh, actually, I wasn't gonna say that. That'd be good. I want. A, I want a decent place to get a ramen. Did you ever try the Oxen Origin one over lockdown? Nah. That was. I mean, I've been to Japan and had the best ramen you can have there. Yeah, yeah. And Oxen Origin, they got really, really close to how good it can be there. Are you joking? Yeah, it was really. I really tried two. I tried Kodo. Kodawari. Oh, in Kodawari. Yeah, yeah, I had one of theirs. It was nice. It was good, man. And then I tried Baked in Bricks, which was also good. Um, that looked wicked. I was good. I missed that one. Yeah, yeah. It just, yeah. I, I, it was me. The the wife's sister moved in, so I had three of them. And it was just, yeah. It was just a nice, easy, easy meal. Um, it's one of them. It's hard to do a good one, though. Because I've got the Bone the Daddy's book, and it's so fucking much work. To just yeah, 24-hour broths, 48-hour broths. It's just, it's a lot of tending to, and it's a lot of... No, we went to Little Blackwood. They were doing 
Ramen's yeah, on a Wednesday, good, weren't yeah. they? They were good. That was a nice round. Yeah. What do you guys reckon Brummie's missing? Mexican. Oh, yeah, tacos. Really good fucking. Like, Andy. people are doing it when Andy's got his. Andy! When Andy's got his place tacos. Open. But even then, that's going to be tacos. It's not going to be like the full spectrum of Mexican yeah, food. Cassette, I just want yeah. like all the shit they do because I've been yeah. some crack. Manchester, Liverpool, London, they've all got good fucking Mexicans. Yes. Come to Birmingham, you want Mexican, you can have some tacos somewhere, but that's about it. Yeah, I think the, the closest that we've got is chimichanga, and that's yeah. about 40 quid for, for a burrito about the size of me little finger. No. So it's, it's not. It's like an AA battery, man. That's yeah. the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm literally saying because I was just looking at some AA batteries on the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, though? Do you know what we haven't got in Birmingham? We've got, like, Dial End and the chip shop that's been there forever, but, like, a really good chip thing. Yeah, what's the one at the end of the A45 by the Asda? Oh, um, Bedders. Bedders, Bedders yeah, that's yeah, the one. But even that's only open from 12 yeah. to 4, isn't it? I mean, like, in the city centre, though, you know. See that queue yeah. around the fucking corner? Yes. Half a mile long, man. You go to, like, the scallop shell in Bath, and it's, you sit in, yeah, or you can yeah. take away, and it's, like, a proper restaurant. They don't do, sh- yeah. do battered cod, battered haddock. They well, do, like, um, salmon. And so this is my, this is my hate. I love a bit of... So before I, I tried a decent steak, I was a fish and chicken man, you know, and, and well, more fish. I love fish and yeah, I always loved fish without the batter more than fish with the batter because I, every time I do it, I'd have salt and vinegar on it, wrap the fish up, I get the fish home and the batter would just be soggy yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, just, yeah. it's not nice. And that's why, yeah, I think we do need a, yeah. a sitting. Um, really fucking good one. Did you try yeah. Benny's? Um, Chip shop pop up. Nah, uh, pint shop. Pint shop. That Again, another one. R.I.P. Pint shop. Yeah, gutted. Yeah, devastating. Love that place. Yeah, it was all right that place for us. It was yeah. nice. Just, I love the different layers, the different levels, sorry. Um, and I love being able to go in and have a quarter of everything and then walk out absolutely fucking buckled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, cool. So we've kind of taken up a good hour of your time now and nah, mate, nah. I feel like we've uh, no, mate, honestly, I feel like this could I, be like a three hour podcast yeah, yeah. this yeah. just keep yeah. rolling let's do it this again 12 o'clock midday when you start drinking yeah, let's just we'll get have this part two man yeah, yeah. maybe we should do like a Christmas drunk cast or something have you ever had a drunk cast no we keep on about this we're going to do a little black we're going to convince Ben to let us do it there one so day. like uh, no Joe Rogan yes yeah 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 when he's not commentating on the fights he invites his friends to the studio and they just watch the fights and they get really drunk and really stoned. Oh, mate, yeah. They just record whatever they're chatting about and then Scroobius Pip does the same thing. So I think we should just do it. Get a group of people together and just do a drunk I am. A ho- sign me up now. <laughs> Christmas sign me up now. I'll, b- I'll book the day off. That's yeah. it. I'm in. <laughs> cool, yeah. So Carl's got a little thing he loves to do. It's Carl questions. Oh, no, he might not want to answer some of these. Yeah, no, don't ask him. You haven't asked him the best burger. No, best. There isn't a question. Best burger. Yeah, don't do best burger. That's unfair. Uh, do you know what? I, I don't have a best burger. Because of how different every burger is. Do you know what I mean? Or you you're trying to put them in in a line of. Well, of course, I'm going to say Libertine Burger. Otherwise, I'll probably get fired. <laughs> Cheers, Charles. Uh, <laughs> but um. Yeah, they're all just, they're all just so different, and now you've got original patty man using the Martin's potato buns now. Uh, Meat Shack just always smash it. Um, There's so much yeah. different variations of what you put in the burger. Like, do you put you go mad and go aged ribeye and short rib and bone marrow, or do you just stick to chuck? 
Like, what the fuck it, do you do, man? I mean, it's, it's so it's many one variations. Of them, for me, you can use any variation as long as it's got a nice bit of age to it. Yeah. You can't go wrong. I, I, if I was to do anything, I'd want a 50-day age patty, hands down. I want mine, my patty to have a nice bit of, a nice bit of funk, um, and I want you to be able to taste that matureness in the in the steak. Again, you still want the the, the patty to just fall apart in your mouth. Yeah, Shit, yeah, American yeah. cheese can't be. I know, man. What is that about? Cheese. It's awful. But on a burger, it's like I wouldn't want another cheese. It's almost like when you steam the patty. The American cheese goes, fucking hell, we're in, boys. Here we go. <laughs> and then it's fucking... Because when you eat it on its own, it's like... Pap, 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 yeah, it's it's like sticks to the top of your mouth. But as soon as it gets a steam with a little bit of bun, it's like, woo! I'm, yeah. And it it's turns just, into a sauce almost, doesn't it? That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, It's like a, a, a burger glaze. I mean, I've started chopping loads up and just adding it to my mac and cheese just to get the colour and the fucking stringy. Yeah, yeah, great. Thing, Adds yeah. loads to the fucking mac and cheese. Anyway, this is my bit. We've got a few questions... Really yeah. easy, all personal questions, just so people can learn a little bit about you. Okay. Don't think about it too much. I'll tell you one, I'm actually a cunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this question one sorted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll just cross that one out. Yeah, <laughs> shit. So, I've, let them, I've let them know too much. Uh, what's your favourite movie? Uh, really, really shit. Oh, no. No, good one, Shawshank Redemption. Love Shawshank Redemption. Uh, yeah, My easy answer. watch is like 13 Ghosts or Ghost Ship. If you've not seen it, <laughs> no, just when you're hungover, just go and watch it, man. It's just... It's, they're awful. They're awful, but it's... yeah. Um, my, my hungover watch is uh, Escape from New York. Yeah. Or, if you're really hungover, Escape from LA. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's even worse. That's really bad. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good. Uh, what's your favourite band? Um... You can have artist or DJ, yeah. Do you know what band? I like a 1975, but I like what they were before. Um, DJs have got to be my brummies, like Tom Shorters, Hannah Wants, stuff like that. Bit of, nice. bit of house and that. DJs, DJ Zinc, DJ Hype. Yeah, love them. Good answer. Uh, your favourite cookbook? Do you know what? The Wingman ones that I've just got. Oh, Wingman's down in London. Right? It's great, man. There's so some I fucking of the recipes. love wings. Absolutely love it's wings. It's one thing, like, brum, greedy's wings and strips. Mm. Fucking, do you know what I mean? That's all I have to say. That's why I love going covered wagon with Liam, because I give Liam the lamb chops, and I just mop Smash up the all wings. the wings, man. <laughs> That's about to say, I don't like wings. That seems like, like a like fair wings? swap yeah. to me. Don't get me wrong, I like a boneless banquet. I'm all right with that. But I don't mind the burn. I just man, think like I'd wings. rather a thigh. I feel like there's more um, more chicken. Like there's not enough reward from the wings. Yeah, it depends how you how you eat it. I suppose if you you ain't got the right techers, obviously. That's what it's yeah. about, man. <laughs> Get mean, that little bone out of the way, and then you've smashed the smashed rest. Smashed a lot. Well, if you see my chicken wing challenge that I did for Frank's a while back, there's a technique where you get the wing at the top, smash it down on the table, and it pulls the bones out and then you can just suck the meat off 
But if you're an idiot like me, when you push it down, you push down too hard, and the wing comes flat on the side and all down your trousers. Oh, it's super it, fresh and it burns your fingers. Well, in the yeah, oil. and if you if you seen a greedy's wing, they ain't the fucking smallest of things. No, so they race, really. Yeah, yeah so man. I think the challenge was done by someone in London, and the wings, Thunderbird wings, are about this big. And he'd done six in 30 seconds, and I was like, wow. So it's like, yeah, I'll smash that, I'll smash that. I'm getting the wings the size of my fist. (laughs) (laughs) Favourite spirit? And I mean by bottle. Um, Is that Really? Your favourite ever spirit? I'm not a a spirit fan, you know. know, Whiskey's never really... I mean, probably because I used to smash it when I was a kid and it's never really (laughs) sat well with me. I like a bottle of port. I like port. Port's nice, man. You port get some good port. Have you played rugby in a past life or something? Nah. Don't get me started on this kind of port, club man. dinner, two or three bottles of port. Port. Do you know, we used to have something called a porty naughty. Porty naughty nights where we just get a few bottles of port and just get fucking you know, if you get an aged tawny port that's slightly cold, fucking anybody's, man. Yeah. Yeah. Weird nice. things to your port, though. Yeah. Really does to that's you. That's why it was called porty naughty because <laughs> most of the time my balls come out, so... We're on a stack, dude. You didn't even get to fucking Bristol. It's only an hour and a half away. Port's <laughs> part of the reason why I don't coach. drink anymore. Yeah, yeah. Port is a big Kingman. part of the reason. Uh, what's your favourite beer? Camden House. Good one. Love a Camden uh, House. What's your favourite big fast food chain? <sighs> Gotta be Cuff Cuff, KFC. Someone's finally said KFC. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> if you are, you think of what you got, like Burger King... Uh, McDonald's, uh, yeah, yeah. KFC. KFC. Fuck, give me. A I bonus. literally at KFC yeah. yesterday. Bonus yeah. banquet for one. Extra hot wings on extra the side. Hot wings, my man. That's what I'm talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. Get that big pot of gravy. Don't get that oh, little yeah. shit. Oh yeah, none of that small business. <laughs> your favourite takeaway? Uh, Chinese Yung Chow fried rice, Yuk Sung, salt and pepper chicken, chips, croutons. What's your favourite thing you cook at home? Simple ham and cheese toasty. Love a quick ham and cheese toasty. Yeah, it's yeah. just simple smash. Have you got the machine, good one. the press. Thing, nah, yeah. I'm pan man. I am. Oh yeah. In the pan man, yeah. What's your best food destination in the world? You don't have to say Birmingham. Bonehead. <laughs> Bonehead. No food destination. Oh. Uh. That was one of the questions. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll take that one as bonehead. <laughs> Just ask me that question now, quick. Ask me what was that question? Uh, where you popping out for lunch in Birmingham? Bonehead. Bonehead. There we go. Um, we'll cut that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, good luck. Favorite. Good, good luck doing this one, Liam. Food destination. Uh, you can name anywhere. Like I'd, I'd probably yeah, probably say London. You know, I like a bit of. Budapest, goulash, and, and all the, the stuff that they do there. But London has just got some great places. And, and it's it kills me to say it, but, you know, I'd love to say Brum, but Brum needs to catch up, man. There's a few there's things so, missing in there. Yeah, so much potential. And, and there's some great, great venues, but they're just filled with shit. You know, it just... It, 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 they just need to... Be like, come on, can you just come out of Amory? We can put something decent in with a few little tables. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm all about that. Yeah. That's it. Sorted. What else? Yeah, we're done. All done.
Done and dusted. Well, thanks and for having me, guys. Anything no you problem. wanted to chat about? Anything you wanted to go off your chest? Nah. <laughs> just, just what have you been up to? I always get, I always get a bit uh, nervous asking that because one day, yeah, Monday, Monday is actually my day off. So what I've been doing, I've been sitting in my pants, um, <laughs> scratching my balls. No. Uh, one day someone's gonna proper vent when I ask them that. They're gonna be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And another well, actually, thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start giving it full beards about everyone. Like. Nah. Yeah. Just. For my page and that, I just I keep myself to myself, you know. I'm, I got nothing to to vent about unless it's myself doing the. I've done something wrong and I'm venting, but. So I'll put your links obviously to all your social in the show notes. Yeah, mainly, stalk mainly me, guys. Stalk me. <laughs> Scroll up and down. <laughs> Click on a few likes. Mainly Instagram, comments. Facebook. Yeah, Instagram's my jam. Instagram. Twitter's just for arseholes. <laughs> um, yeah, Facebook's for. Is there anyone that doesn't come off Twitter pissed off? Every time I, mean, I go off it, I come off it pissed off. I mean, I could scroll down five tweets and there'd be something on there and I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some, some, sometimes I feel like putting, um, does anyone actually give a shit what anyone says on Twitter? No. Because people, you know, people think that the whole world's listening when yeah. in actual fact... Probably got about five people that are like, yes, I completely agree with you. I'm going to click OK on that one. Yes, OK, yes. Yeah, so Instagram's the one. We'll put the show Instagram's we'll link the in the one, show yeah. notes. Uh, and obviously, they'll be able to see you out in the Libertine bus. Libertine Burger. Come, come and see my airy face, man. Yeah, yeah man. come and get a, a world-class burger. <laughs> Saturated meat fats down your gullet. <laughs> awesome. Thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah, oh, thanks for having me, guys. Hey everyone, massive thank you for listening. We absolutely love making these episodes and bringing you the story of some of the best people in the food industry in Birmingham. As we said before, we love Birmingham and its food scene and we think it's truly special. So if you agree, do us one big favour. All you have to do is rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps promote the podcast and gets us listened to by more people and gets more people to listen to how great Birmingham is and we would really appreciate it if you could do that for us until next time thanks again for listening